I just want to kick this shit off by saying, fuck y'all. I ain't got to clear my name on a motherfucking thing. Every time I get mentioned, one of y'all bitch ass niggas get 24 hours of attention. I'm finna get this shit off my chest and lay it to rest. Let's go. And if the beat live, hey, I feel like Mariah Carey. Got these niggas so obsessed. My pussy so famous might get managed by Chris Jenner next. He can't move on, can't let it go. He hook nose full of that Tina Snow. And since niggas need making help to make money, bitch, come be my hoe. All of you bitches is we gonna Bible. Talking shit for a Noah could find you. I can never be judged by a bitch that was dancing, making all Kelly go viral. Hey, I'm sexy as fuck and I'm freaky. Get whoever I want any meanie. Why the fuck would I stay with a nigga that's weak in the sheets and don't know how to please me? Bodies on bodies on bodies on bodies. Say he fuck making it, now he the topic. These niggas thinking they lower the value. All this free promo, I'm turning to profit. Hey, when a nigga be kissing the teller, say he'll play up but he in his feelings. Bet I won't give up the pussy again. Shit, shit, shit. Add it to his friend. These hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes mad at Megan's law. I don't really know what the problem is, but I guarantee y'all want me to start. Bitch, you a pussy. Never finna check me. Every chance you get, bitch, your weak ass wanna dress me. Bitches swear they cheat, but the G must stand for goofy. When the fuck did all the gangsta niggas turn to groupies? Welcome to part three of Shake the Motherfucking Table. We were not planning, uh, we we did not see any of this coming. Uh, This is actually uh, recorded on a Friday night versus uh, when we usually record. So we're letting you know right now, we don't know exactly how this pod is going to go. Because we's tied. And if you've ever catched one of the episodes that we recorded on a Friday night, (laughs) the most unruly things get said where sometimes we think that has to stay a Patreon episode. By the way, um, I was going to talk about something that was kind of in line with Shake the Table, but you're going to have to catch it for, you're going to have to go on the Patreon. Basically... Mm -hmm. Basically, for those of y'all that like the first Mortal Kombat movie, mm-hmm. Rob has some uh, words for you. If you feel some type of way, pay $2. Get uh, access to additional content, bonus content. That's also, right. shout out to one of our Patreon subscribers who is now making sure that you niggas... <laughs> Yo, you just hit the word. Making sure you folks... All y'all, you ink jets. All of y'all get motherfucking cat photos every goddamn month. Oh yes, you're welcome. I got. I'm getting March and April lined up for you. All right, see that, see that, see that, and please remind me of the post. He jumps that. on the table with love. Yes. yes. Did he like it? Hmm? Did he? Did he like the? Did he I hope it? he saw it. He, yeah. Yeah, because this this is all for him. Oh, you know what? He didn't mention it. I got. Uh, oh, yeah, oh gosh. Yeah, well, now it. I know it, what I must do. Oh gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Listen, we got a lot to talk about. We last we when we left off, we had to cut the episode a bit early uh, due to things that was going on. So we're going to pick it back up from where we left. Thank you for moving your car. <laughs> That's all you. Had, all you had to do in the first place. Listen, yes. you put a battery in my back. I'm ready. I got my I got my gun loaded. All I got right. my daggers ready. So we want my ninja throwing stars. So which I want, which I got. So we gonna we gonna get back to rich dad, poor dad says he's broke. Um, that's where we left off at, and then we're gonna talk about that that track. But uh, while we get everything pulled up, I'm one of your hosts, Lorenzo. Big Rob is in the house. 
Hey, it's me, Chris. And you heard what she said. Respect. Ooh-hoo. Respect her. And stop putting stop putting her name in your mouth. Listen, one, her name must taste good. Because y'all really need to be putting her, putting her name in the mouth all the time. But now she's telling y'all to keep y'all goofy asses out her mouth. Keep her name out y'all goofy asses mouth. That's what she wants. I'm here for it. You know, I... <sighs> I got a lot that I got a lot that I would say about that um, personally because Meg has been dealing with a lot, and it seems like every time you know she she gets a win, you got people that want to try and take that away. You have a lot of people who are mad because how things went with the case. Tory basically, you know, being in prison. JPay, you know, people are like, you know, people just really in their feels. Um, and, uh, <laughs> you know, Meg's tired. She's tired. So when she released that joint, it's like, you know what? You can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I'm, let's go. And what's crazy though, is that, um, when you think about it, a lot of this, the smoke, it started because, you know, you had artists that was already hating on her when she was coming into the game. Mm-hmm. You had people that were trying to hate on her because you know she's a black woman, mm-hmm. you know, rapping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, female rapper. Yeah. yeah, and so immediately, as everybody wanted to start the microaggression bullshit, and just just been hating on her. Period. Yeah. And like, um, there's only but so much that you can that you can deal with before you're like, okay, I gotta address this shit because if I don't. These fuckers don't keep coming. Yeah. But you know, what's sad about it is the people that come at her got nothing but time on their hands. But Too that's a time. that's a whole nother fucking story. You know, they could have made ten million dollars if they would have just focused on their own music. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, what are they bringing to the table? I'm just saying, listen, <laughs> well, I heard that partisan track and I was like, You just you just said 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 to every woman out there that pillow talk is not safe. Which then made me say I ain't never pillow talking to nobody I'm sleeping in the bed with because he's going to use that against me. So now, thank you, partisan Fontaine, for teaching me the new game. And now I hope Megan comes at your neck and stays on your neck. And I hope that every time you think about her, you get that feeling that you couldn't make her come because she said it in two songs, three songs now that she could. Like one second, now I got an issue with Megan. You telling me you you the hot girl coach, but you were staying with a man that couldn't make you come? I got some issues with you, but I understand because if he loves you and he's making you feel good and he's emotionally supportive I get it a lot of women dear women stop staying with men that can't make you come if he can't make you come and he can't give you a check then why are you with him like maybe that sounds like red pill bullshit so let me change that um stop dating men who don't know how to please themselves because if a man can't make himself come why would you think he can make you come because men don't have orgasms they just shoot out come you're welcome so, Robert Kiyosaki, a best-selling author, has <laughs> seasoned investor with a distinct philosophy on debt and investment. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He has a distinct philosophy on debt and investment. And uh, in a November 30th uh, Instagram reel, he elaborated on his debt philosophy, highlighting a critical distinction between assets and liabilities. He said many people use debt to buy liabilities, while he uses debt to purchase assets. To illustrate his uh, approach, Kiyosaki said his luxury vehicles, like a Ferrari and a Rolls Royce, are fully paid off, categorizing them as liabilities rather than assets. 
in the reel, he also expressed skepticism towards saving cash, referencing the U.S. dollar's detachment from the gold standard in 1971 under President Richard Nixon. Instead of saving cash, he saves gold and converts his earnings into silver and gold. This strategy, according to him, has led to accumulation of $1.2 billion in debt, an amount he admits to. He says he's in debt because if I go bust, the bank goes bust. Not my problem. Trump. So it's a Trump tactic. Mm-hmm. That's okay. basically the Trump tactic. Yep. Okay. I really wanted to get your uh, perspective on that, Rob, because when it comes to um, finances, when it comes to st- strategizing and, yeah. uh, you know, basically investing, you know, that's something that you, you so are very passionate about. So Kevin O'Leary, you know, actually talk talked about this and i do agree to a certain extent when if you just have money in a bank in and of itself you are actually losing money yeah because of the value of that changes with you know all the other weighing factors you know with the gold standard you know you know foreign you know foreign currency you have uh you have inflation all that factors in so that is actually a liability. Personally, I myself like investing in businesses. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel mm-hmm. I feel that's I feel that's the safest bet, especially Nvidia. <laughs> of course, bam. But you know, I mean, Woo-hoo. invest in. You know, I've always been a proponent of investing in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're going to you're. You know, wherever technology is going to me is where is where you want to be. I think that's a safe bet. He is right. Gold and silver are safe bets. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just really hard to do. <laughs> it's really, you know what I mean? Like you have to keep gold. That's like a generational thing. Yes. You know what I mean? You want your, you know, you, know, you want your father, you want your mother to give you to inherit you that money because that is going to be you know they say it takes money to make money it does you know it's a lot easier when you have it Mm -hmm. to make more of it than when you don't have anything and you're trying to build it up that's why people want you to start early investing in all this stuff because it's really hard it's really hard to generate that so yeah, like when we were uh, when we last uh, you know left off, uh, it was one of those things where I was like, uh, "So if they go broke, don't that mean you're kind of fucked?" And so that's why I was like, "We definitely need to table that because I knew you would have a bit more insight to it." Yeah. And, and and then when I and when I thought about it, kind of like on the back end, like after we finished recording, I was like. I can kind of see where he's, you know, he's coming from. Right. You know, investing wise. And even if you want to dig into that statement further, if he's the reason that the bank keeps going, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, well, if the bank folds, that's not my problem. I'm going to be okay. Right. You know, and it could have been that because I felt like there was definitely, if you just see that headline without really understanding the, the nuances of it. Yeah. You know, you somebody might think, oh, well, he's broke. He's like, nah, it's not what he's saying. Right. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. For me, I, I, mm-hmm. 
I just feel like it's cheating the system, honestly. But I have an issue, and this is a weird issue, and y'all mm. can correct me if I'm wrong. It's just that, like, when you talk debt, and a billionaire talks debt, it's mm-hmm. leverage. It's like, oh, I leveraged my debt to make more money. Like you said, you got to have money to make money. Yeah. But then when you talk debt for the average consumer, you, not you, but society vilifies it saying, well, you should have used cash and you should have, like, we understand you need to put gas in your car, but you need to find alternatives and save your money. And I'm like, at this point, I have questions of like, when can we get away from vilifying debt and just call it what it is? Like, just take the negative connotation out of it. And what he's doing is really dangerous for our economy, like not just our economy, but for any economy, because he's leveraged $1.2 billion in debt. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. If, they, if it crashes, oh, I'm in, I have gold and silver. I'm fine. And it's like, you know, he can write it off. But really, no, you're not, because if it crashes... You've now ruined, not ruined, but like other people are going. It's the trickle down. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is what real trickle down economics is. Like if yeah. you don't keep the rich people rich, there's nothing trickling down. But if they go bust, that trickles down and ruins everyone's money. Yeah, yeah. And to your point, um, that's the one of the things that I think when it comes to investing. By the way, we always have to say it is. Uh, we are not an investing type podcast. Absolutely not. Do we, we listen, what you hear here, do not take this for your gospel. Don't run out and buy a whole bunch of shares or something without doing your homework. Yeah, I, I ain't a professional, but I will say I'm happy. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. When um, I saw what the video was doing, I was like, I understand why Rob is on the Nvidia train. And I hopped on it the minute I could. People do not understand what what this is. This is like it's big. Yeah, this is this is a whole new a whole new universe that is being that is being built right now. This is like this is like this is if you ever wanted to go back in time and invest in Microsoft and IBM, is, this is your chance. Yes, you know because. Th- yeah, like it's it's that big. It's like the evolution of the computer, right? In no. AI, like it's not just hype. This is not this is not a bubble. You hear people, oh yeah, it's a bubble, and it's gonna crash. Like, t-. no, it's not. But even okay, so like I'll say this: even if something was to happen, let's say we because we're currently we are we are in the late stages of a bull market. When I look at the stock market, it's like we're going up the hill. So, yeah, there's going to be some corrections, and we might get into um, a bear market, but not this year. I think maybe 2025, 2026. Yeah. But even still, there are some performers that will be, like, are going to be steady. Yeah, it might lose some money, but it's going to it's going to drop off and come back up again. You get what I'm saying? So, even with the NVIDIA train, this is not a stock that you should just trade. This is a stock that you kind of hold to because it's going to go back up. They're gonna, they do not go by the normal rules of the stock market. Right. NVIDIA is worth a trillion dollars. I saw. I saw. <laughs> it's market I saw. cap is a trillion. Like it's there's not at this moment only it's its own economy. It, thank you. Yes. It's his own economy. It like, is current. Yeah. yeah. So like so like yeah, so you could have like an instance where like the stock market goes down a thousand points and Nvidia is still good. It, that's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like this is like you said this is the perfect time if again but, if you want to break that 
issue. Yeah. Like I'm not investing. Do it now. Yeah, but that's but to bring it back to what L was talking about, that's why I'm a big proponent of of business assets like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Of stocks. You know, because you I mean, nothing is guaranteed, but if you put in the work and you understand the the business well enough, you know you have a good idea of its success rate and where it's going. Yes. And Nvidia ain't going nowhere. It's not. It's not. <laughs> they haven't. They they've been around for a, a good ass while. And the next one down, AMD. Like like they're like, oh yeah, this chip is more power. You are are not are not playing the same game we are. They're not. Okay? No, they're not. You're playing t-ball right now. They're playing pickleball. They're they're playing pickleball. While you're playing yard. tennis. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Ooh, to anyone out I th- there, don't come at us for the pickleball reference. Don't no. do it. No, honestly, um, I feel as though, because I'm of the mind that if you are investing and you see a opportunity, if it makes sense to you, you go for it. Uh, you have to be smart about your investments. I actually have... The way I set my investments up, I have two different investment accounts. I have my main one that's serious. That means these are literally investments that I'm like, I'm behind. I'm 100% behind. Then I have another account that's more my play account. That's when I got my grit money and I put my grit money into that account. And I let the grit money do its thing. Because if something happens with that grit money, I'm not tripping. Versus my main account, which... That one is it's serious. Cross the eyes, dot you know, cross my T's, dot the eyes, you name it. Yeah. Uh, if you are playing the game, because what you just said, if you are playing the game where you're like, well, the next one down to uh, AMD, da, 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 I'm like, me personally, I have reason to buy and invest in both. Mm-hmm. But when you're building a portfolio, you got to be careful. Me personally, I'm like, hey. I like having different things. I don't just put money in the tech. I look at agriculture. I look at security. I look at things that I'm like, honestly, I see where this is going and I try my best. Your yeah. <laughs> like you, you really, you, but no, seriously, but you, you do, but Jizzle te- was right. Folks. Te- Jizzle was te- right. <laughs> to te- each their own. Um, oh, no. like, cause me, I got a little money in AMD and been yeah, watching AMD, that yeah. grow. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not downplaying AMD. They're definitely. They're definitely a solid. Yeah. A solid company. Yeah. Yeah. There is going to take some time before they're on the video level, but but they're they're but not they're, even on the same modes though. Yeah, they're different. They've and they've always been different. Yeah, they've always been different because when it came to me deciding if I was buying a new computer, you know, it was between getting the Pentium. Or getting AMD, AMD. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right. And so that's where they're at. But like when I went to put in a solid ass video card, right, right, Nvidia, it's the uh, application. Yeah. Yes. So they're not. Yeah, yeah. They're not even. They're not even aiming at the but, same things. But you have people that it's the I got to put all my eggs in one basket mentality, and you shouldn't invest like that. But that is just my opinion because I was just telling Chris how like I hate unsolicited advice. <laughs> So yeah, but y'all I, do y'all do what you do, but I'll I'll say this much though. I've heard the same things from many different people that have a lot more money than me, and a lot of them are saying what we're saying. 
See? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to tell you. I'm. I'm not going to tell you what stocks to buy, even though I have my picks, and you know what that is. Yes. But they all say diversify. Yep. And I will be honest. I have taken a few of your picks, and some of them have really. Oh, uh, let's keep let's but, keep it yeah, a buck. I picks, yeah. When, but, when, but we can do that because this is a different type of environment. Yeah. For you, the average person, listen. You're you're investment portfolio should be like a spice rack some of y'all spice rack is horrible like please get off of the lemon pepper there's other peppers out there you can use smoked paprika you can use caraway seeds please stop using your rusty ass 200 year old time that has no flavor to it and tell me you're flavoring your food you're flavoring it with dust excuse me costco costco oh (laughs) oh my gosh I am so sorry. It's okay. I, it's the, the mucus, you know. Your investment should be like your spice rack. Colorful, different, diversified. You're welcome. And if you feel as though you do not have... <laughs> you can do portions. Sometimes you don't need to have everything on the plate. Sometimes you just need a little bit. So I'll break that down. If you can only invest $50... Take that $50, get your fractional. It's going to be all right. Because guess yeah. what? That's going to grow. All right? It's going to grow. They're not lying to you when they say, hey, you can invest as little as like five bucks. That means yeah. it's fractional shares, y'all. And let me tell you something. To all the people under 20 years old that are listening to this right now, if you start now, you will have a lot more money than me. Yeah. Because I started in 2016. Yeah. If I had started... Do you know how much? Oh my God! I, Hold on. Okay, I, I don't so, even want to so, play this so, game. So let's not, because I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, since we got this is shake the table. Yeah, we got to get through this and maybe see if we're doing one more episode, depending on how we feeling. Right, right. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go into that, but what I will say, and I think I know where you're going. It's just like I think about certain figures and stuff that I own as a child, and if I just kept it pristine right but it, i get i'm sorry sorry no no you're fine i just want i just want to say because i am i've been investing for a while my investments have saved my life when i say that it's like there's been times where i've had to pay a bill that's been five thousand dollars and i am not the person that's like hold my stocks i said oh when it hits high enough i sold it paid that bill my investments might just save my life again when, when i say save my life like save me from certain things yeah. so to, and I told this to everyone I worked with at Harry and David, and they looked at me, and I'm like, no, I'm being serious. I'm like, if, you, if you're making $100 a check, take $10. I said, open that stash account. I said, just go ahead and put the $10. Let them decide where it goes. I said, don't do the small portfolio, but just pick something and let it sit there. Let it be a dividend thing. And do every check you put $10 in. And like I told this one person, I said, when you decide you want to go back to school, you now can sell that part of that portfolio, sell half, keep the other half, and you have some money that you're not going to dip into your emergency fund right away. Now, a lot of people call me stupid for doing that, but... I also know I use investments when like for emergency emergencies and also to build my wealth so I can when I go for a loan or something I'm like here's my net worth. So to anyone that's young that's out there listening, yeah, find someone you trust, not your father, not your mama, not the person at the bank. Go to a financial planner and ask them to help you. They'll help you and just know that you can sell your investments and reinvest. Boom, I'm done. Yep. Hey. And also uh, look at look at certain look at certain apps that may help. Like Rob put me on to uh, Seeking Alpha. 
Seeking Alpha was a nice way to get a snapshot. And you don't have to you don't have to pay just to create a mock portfolio. Any company that you're interested in, you go ahead, enter create your portfolio, enter that company in, and you can get that news on how they perform and you can see what your portfolio would look like. Yeah. On daily gains where you're missing. And also still do your own research but they'll even let you know like where that portfolio was ranking now to all the people that are listening to this right now and they're saying you know what i don't feel like doing any of that that sounds really complicated i don't got time for it you know what if that is you that is perfectly fine you get a financial advisor and they will invest for it. That is what a broker is for. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're doing it. We're we're kind of skipping over that level. And we are we are our own broker. Therefore, we have to put in there. But if you don't feel like doing it, shoot, you can just get an index fund. Just yeah. get an index fund. Get a 401k and just add to that. Do you know how many? Well, because of where I work, I have to get certain index funds. Them ETFs and index funds. You already know I'm on that. I'll be like, that's a dividend. Here you go. Yeah. Take my Panera money. Just yeah. like I got in trouble when I talked about cryptocurrency and I was like, y'all, like everyone's still stuck on Bitcoin. And I'm like, you do know there's other currencies that are linked to like American Express. That's a link to like Discover. That's linked to like other financial institutes. I could have bought I could have bought Ethereum at 1600. Yeah, I think I'm still on my Ethereum train. I was really sad about Solana. Well, I, which one? I bought, you got caught up in that. I had <laughs> Solana was Solana was nice when wait, it, wait, 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 was it Solana? Hold on, hold on, because I say I had and then one. we'll move on from this to, after this. I to, promise. To what to what Chris said, um, when sometimes you just got to do things with your your investments. Uh, when I was going to Hawaii, mm-hmm. I had to go ahead and sell off everything I had. So. Right. Well, yeah. oh, that was EOS. Never mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I was on the Solana train, and Solana was doing nice. Let's see. So, Solana was doing. Solana was doing nice. I currently have Avax. I still have Doge. I'm not getting rid of Doge. I have Ethereum. I have Litecoin, and um, yeah, yeah those are the ones I have. Uh, let's All right, see. moving on. Uh, they were. Oh wow, damn. Coin market cap. Solana price. Uh, today is ninety two dollars and two cents USD. Fuck! How much will Solana be worth in twenty five? Uh, okay. So, oh, oh, all right. So, mm, yeah, that that was that was that was nice. Was in it. I also had weak stocks for those who were listening. Uh, but of course that that was that was another one to. to yeah. to be in painfully so that's why i use my grip money so again for those you're not sure your grip money what do i mean about grip money if you got 10 20 bucks like chris said throw it into something you know let it rock yep matter of fact uh i'm banking on a certain company with a certain game that they're releasing next year so i went ahead and got a couple shares take two interactive <laughs> Let's just say, it. just, just, let's just, just yeah, it. yeah. Let, let's just see, let's just see what pops. You know what? GTA, was, GTA, yeah. Let's just see what happens. You know what's crazy though? We're talking um, juicy fruit. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Nintendo uh, announced the Switch too. Really? Yes, but I don't think it's enough to actually move the needle. And um, 
That's the only thing. Are they calling it the Switch 2? They are literally calling it the Switch 2. But to me, this is not their official... Um, is this is not their official next-gen system. So I feel like this is kind of like when they had the Wii and then they just kind of released different you know different versions or yeah, the yeah, 3ds we, is a better the 3ds yeah. is a better uh example so like right now uh even with that news being out there they are 13 dollars and 40 cents a share um and it just nintendo nintendo they got pizza cupcakes and i've been wanting to kind of pull the trigger on them a little but it's <laughs> like i don't it's it's i, I have more faith in take two Mm-hmm. Yeah. than I do with Nintendo. Especially if you start looking at their like their history, like you go back like a year and you're looking at the stock price of what it was. Yeah. Doesn't seem to be a lot of growth. I think when yeah, I was checking yeah. I think when I was checking them, I think the highest that they were at a share might have been um are they on the new york stock exchange um I know they're in one of my portfolios because yeah. I have a gaming portfolio and it has um that in there we're going to get off of this because now yeah. people are going to be <laughs> yeah. unless i got a code from stash i'm robin hood seeking alpha capital one amx if i ain't got none of them codes i ain't giving y'all i mean Look, I'll, give, I'll give it because it's i don't care i'll 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 love and say we can definitely we can definitely uh probably table this discussion and come back because this year definitely for a lot of y'all some of y'all are probably thinking about new ventures and stuff you want to do. So we'll have that episode. But right now we're going to get back to the shits. All right. Yes. And um, I got something because Rob, Big Rob had a request because this happened today. And um, we we just got to we just got to uh, play it. Um, but you know what? While I'm looking for this. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize because you know we kind of shake the table, which is um. Let's see. Oh, that's yours portfolio. Uh, this is the portfolio for the video game portfolio I picked up. Oh, oh, oh! Let me see it again. Sure. That's... Yeah, that's all uh, of them. <laughs> that's, uh, uh, that's pretty much all of them. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, oh yeah, you've been you've you been holding the, the Nvidia <laughs> I, at, the, at the percentage I can be at because anything above that they'll be like Christine sell that ish. But this yeah. is the one yeah. that's like one of the best. Oh, wow. right, oh, okay, yeah, so we so. get stuff. We Emergent stuff India. So I like it. I like it. I want to increase that. All right, so. Uh, shake the table. Now that's where that's where we're at with this episode. Lord, I hope it's really episode three. No, 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 I know y'all like how you not remember what you named the episode, but look, yeah, shaking the table. So we're back, right? <laughs> it is the third one. It is the is definitely the third one. Yeah. Um, there's you know, I should we start with Megan or should we circle back to Megan and play this next joint? Next that apparently hit today. Play the joint. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I haven't heard it yet. Everybody catching it, so it's definitely uh this track Friday. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. All right, here we go. First, I'm a shredder. Verse like I had a personal vendetta. Words come together like birds of a feather. So I need a walker like Herschel. I'm better than all of you fucking little twerps put together. But I'm not trying to be controversial. I'd rather talk about shit with the purpose that matters. Like who had the second best verse? I'm forever. Damn. Now I got a riddle. One condition, you mustn't laugh. Okay. What is the opposite of Benzino? What? A giraffe. Go with his neck. How the fuck is that? How can I go with something he doesn't have? Arms so short he can't even touch his hands. When they're above his head doing jumping jacks. Sorry, I don't mean to upset you, Ben. When I talk about all the debt you win, I hear that you've been creeping on the low in them cheap hotels that they catch you in. Jesus Christ, dog. When you said you ten, never guessed you meant at the Red Wolf Inn in a room with one single bed to men. Shady man, you can. Yes, you can. Well, I guess then I regret to inform you hate to spoil a day. But this doesn't bring me no joy to say. Guess that coiler rate beats in the toilet, eh? God. Yeah. Damage due to flows, collateral I suppose Got pointed like mine and Sandra Bullock's nose Get in bullet holes, have you full of those You'll catch a stray like animal control Plan a funeral, I'ma probably have to plan a funeral Logical exams, once again It is off into the damn padded room I go Right toward the asylum at a psych ward Because I strangled you with a mic cord Because my fucking mind's more than I'm on my Pegasus, my high horse and I'm fly Bitch, I soar like a sty. You probably feel like you're gonna die. Cause you're in my morgue and you're tight up like a tight score. And that's why I'm back with Cole Bennett. And I've been it. The level J Cole Bennett. It's aftermath that I ride for till I die. So, why? Why? Why, Benzino? Why? Why, Benzino? <laughs> <laughs> I saw, I saw, so I caught up to this yesterday and I saw the interview that he was doing when he was taking shots at M again, saying, you know, he's, a, you know, you know, basically saying white folk to have no place in hip hop. Like this is 1983 again, or, 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 or you know, you know. You know, when the Beastie Boys and Vanilla Ice and, you know, like, what? I don't get it. I don't get it. So. (laughs) You know, the fact that. Benzino and this is article of Hip Hop DX. Benzino had claimed the beef was over March. Uh. 22 all right 2022 mm-hmm, okay. but has uh continued to take digs at eminem in public um he later that year criticized the rock and roll hall of fame for int- inducting eminem ahead of black artists such as Nas and lauren hill and has also slammed the rapper's fans uh he had wrote on twitter to all you pussy ass stands we all know y'all the most corniest, nonviolent coward uh, fan base hip hop has ever seen. I have a restaurant in Atlanta, uh, 5771 Peachtree Industrial Boulevard, uh, Camberley, uh, Georgia. Stop tweeting and pull up on me, you pussies. And so the thing is, um, he even went on to say then, he's like, I've been left this shit alone, but since the coward ass stands still want to talk shit and hide then it's still fucking Eminem and if you got a problem with me do something about it nothing you ever said has affected me in any way I know how to fight and I got big sticks so pull up 
What is he talking about? So what? this was this was um he was high. This was this was back, you know, when twenty two when uh he was saying that the beef was over, but he kept on bringing up M's name and then you know, he he decided to keep going. And he needs a check. That's what he needs. It's not even it's not even that. It's he like some it, it's dude is dude has just always had this thing against M that's always been they've always had a, a beef. And the thing about M is that M does not diss you immediately. Mm-mm. M treats every person that he disses like I'm gonna get to you when I get to you. And he's never been one to really respond right then and there, where a lot of rappers don't waste time in responding. Just like uh, the track we play for you kicking off uh, this episode, you know, (laughs) Nikki wasted no time. I mean, no time getting to what Meg said. She literally like went on to respond. Um, and that is usually how it goes. Most rappers, they are like, hey, you know, you diss me, I guarantee you I'm going to respond on social media. And that's the thing now. Because, you know, back in the day, it was all on wax. It was no, well, I'm going a, I'm to a tweet about what you just said. The, the way you got the word out was on your next track. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I would like to say that Nikki dissed. Well, she's been dissing Megan Thee Stallion for a while. But Nikki dissed her and said, I don't F with horses like Christopher Reeves. And then Meg came back with bongos talking about pills and like being stiff. And then Nikki dissed her again, talking about staying in your lane, your Tory lane, whatever, in the last one. So Megan waited till she dropped his. And then Nikki went straight to Twitter. <laughs> and I feel like Megan has another song in the clip that's going to come out around her birthday. Okay, I'm done. Well, going to social so, media is weak to me. <gasps> So but it is but so I feel like I feel like you know if you want to get at somebody you know you go and like 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 I get it you want to immediately respond to show that you're not phased by it you Mm -hmm. know you got to protect your rep and all that stuff Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just feel like if you want to make the most impact put it in a song you see so I am going to, I agree with you, but I think what it is is that they do both. I can say, I can say for, actually, I can say that for both Cardi, Meg, as well as Nikki. Yeah. It does not just stay in a tweet, ever. Oh, oh, oh right. Okay, I see what you're saying, like... Like, like you, you basically hit them from both sides. They are, they are definitely going to hit you from both sides. Whereas, like Twitter and all the other social media, is like a buildup. Yes, you're basically setting the stage for you know the fight to occur. Yeah, in fact, in fact, Nicki, if if I'm not mistaken, Nicki Minaj literally, I think, previewed Her next uh, a track. <laughs> Right then and there, and was just like, um, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I'm ready for you. So, in the same vein, Nicki Minaj continues uh, shots at Meg Thee Stallion using Ghost Riders and still suck. So, Nicki Minaj at 4:30 today 
said uh <laughs> basically Oh, gosh. Let me put this. So, Hip Hop DX reports it. Nicki Minaj has more vitriol for Meg Thee Stallion amid their back and forth following the, re- the release of the latter's song, latter's new song, Hiss. Meg released her new single today. The track contains some thinly veiled shots at Nicki's husband as it references the federal law requiring authorities to make information available to the public regarding registered sex offenders. Megan's law. Yep. After her initial reply, which included previewing a diss of her own, Minaj took to Twitter with a lot more. After running off the success stats of Pink Friday 2, which, by the way, that actually is a song uh, they... um, Sample Junior Senior. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I it, was like, it's, it's that shit is actually it's pretty good. tight. I, look, I'm not. Can taking, I play it real quick? Yeah, go Can for it. But I'm, I'm, I'm not taking away from Nikki's ability. Pink, Pink Friday Two is definitely showing her growth, and it's a lot more vulnerable. Like she talked about dealing with, like she talked about being married, being a new mother, um, losing. Okay. Oh, Oh, he Bob is bouncing. I had this bumping off that speaker upstairs, yes. whole house okay. jumping. Okay. Like I'm sitting up here, like. All right, now first of all, I'm a fan of that that joint from Junior Senior. First yeah, of all, yeah, yeah. so then I'm hearing this joint, and I was like, "Okay, they sped up." But here's the thing: from Baltimore, listen, Nikki, Nikki's going to be here in April. Yeah. I'm like, if there's one track that you need to in Baltimore of all places, I was, I was, it has to be this one. I was thinking in my head, like that has some like Baltimore club beat. Yes. Yes, and, I love it. and you know, and, and, and so this is what drives me <laughs> crazy about about Nikki. Yeah, all right, stands don't come for me because listen, I've always liked Nikki because I felt like Nikki didn't take any shit. Exactly. I think the only thing that got me was that there seemed to be friction every time a new artist emerges. Yes, and to me, it's like Nikki, you in this? You locked in? You yeah. doing your thing? Yeah. What's going on? Because you know a lot of stuff. It started with Kim. Yeah, you know, and I'm and correct me if I'm wrong, but did Kim fire the first shot? Because it's been so long, but I felt like this was the one time where Nikki might have been minding her business. So okay, so the with the Nikki Kim lore, what pretty much is what Kim said is you didn't even talk to me. You took you stole my style. And you didn't even give me props. Okay, but Nikki Minaj is the type of person she she. And I think this might be a Sagittarius thing, and I hope I'm not getting into my little hippy dippiness because I know people don't like when I get hippy dippy. But um, I, we don't always give you public props. We'll give you private props. Like we'll say, no, you know, we, I really admire you. You're doing good. We, we're not going to go to Facebook and say you're the best thing. Ever. We're not going to do that. Hmm. And I think yeah. little Kim, she's a cancer, and I think she needed a little bit more 
Val- validation? Not validation, but the props needed to be louder, like vocal. Like, it's almost like how you, like, when people disrespect you, it's the loudest thing ever. And when mm-hmm. they apologize, hey, I'm really sorry that I, like, did that to you the other day. Yeah. And it's like, no, the, the disrespect got to be as loud. The apology the has to be as loud. same energy. Yeah. yeah. And I think, but also, I think there was a lot of people in both of their ears. That, and all those people that yeah. were in their ears are no longer in their camp. So I'm like, why can't y'all make up? Well, so so you know that's my that's my thing, and also Nikki's fan base be going hard. Um, oh yeah, they do. Whoo! Uh, but and not to drudge that up, but I I feel as though it is one of those things that it's like okay, so you come into the game, and somebody who's already been in there is immediately throwing darts your way, right? And I feel like that's an annoying thing from any rapper, honestly, because right. I'm like, yo. I get it. Like you're 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 bubbling, you're doing your thing, right. and then there's this new artist. Like if you're sticking to your craft and doing what you do, don't worry about the next person. But right. there's Make some you look artists, insecure is what it yeah. does. Right? Yeah. Some artists do come in, and some immediately will start shit on purpose. Right. There are some that they come in there and they got people in their ear saying shit. Right. And so that you know that always happens. Like because right. the the thing is, before it was even before it was Meg, it was Cardi. It was Cardi, and before it was Cardi, it was Remy, um, and before it was Remy, it was Ken- like. But also, there, there was a Nikki hate train. And I, I wish yeah, we would yeah. just go ahead and admit it. Like, there's been a there Nikki was. hate train. There's been a Meg hate train. There's even, a Cardi hate train. There's a Car- like, why? A Lotto like, hate train, if we if we really digging into it. I, and what has Lotto... All she does is, like, she just wants to go make music, Ooh. shake her ass. She, honestly, this woman's like, I just want to make my music and go cook dinner for my man. I, I can't be mad at someone that tells you. Like, Cardi B is like, I just want to go make music and have fun. Like, go have fun with my fans. Meg, like... Uh. I don't know. It, it, it it's but you know something, um, and also and this is no just to Kim because I I like Kim. Yeah, uh, we would love you on the show when your book drops. <laughs> my whole thing about it is, and this is brought up, and it's every single time that women step into the hip hop, you got people that are trying to pit them against other women. Yeah. Now, yes, hip hop is actually a very competitive genre. It's, 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 right. it, it, it's right. what right. it is. Mm-hmm. But you know, Drake. the competition was always really like, it was like, yeah, I spit this verse. And then, you know, somebody's like, well, I hear you, but let me go ahead and also spit the 16, right. blah, blah, blah. All right. And then, and, it's usually like, it's the, like an elevation, you know. Yeah. What I mean? yeah, but the but the competition also too was always in sport, so it wasn't even so much like oh, I'm gonna just come out just as rapper. It was never that. Right. It was you know what? There's gonna be the cipher. You know, bring your bars. Let's right. see what you do. You like right. bring your skills, freestyle. Right, and that's what the that's what it was. That's where the competition was at. Right. But then when you are in this this space where you know you're at a party. You know, you see this other rapper. You go to give them dap. That rapper says, "Hey, you cool, whatever." And they keep it going. Now all of a sudden, no, I got to go write this track because they just dissed me publicly right. and blah blah blah. Like side note, since we're talking about rap beef, there was an article, and let me see if I can pull this up. Um, for those of you that are fans of Benny the Butcher or fans of Freddie Gibbs, oh yeah, that did bubble up like last week, I think. Yeah. So oh, that was what crazy. happened? What happened is that um, Freddie Gibbs, I th- want to say the article was um, literally a thing where I think Gibbs tried to extend the olive branch, mm-hmm. and Benny the Butcher wasn't having it. Uh-oh. Maybe I'll do that. 
and that was the that was one of the things that uh <laughs> literally hit and I was just like wait a minute wait a minute like are we are we really going that route but again you know if you and from and getting back to that real quick um When that happened, and that was just something I think that was on uh, social media because I'm not even seeing an article article here. But when you decide to go at another rapper, you know, some people, some people are just not going to be like, "Oh, hey, yeah, we can we can squash it." No, we can we 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 not doing that. And um, complex had an article. And it was like Ben the Butcher addresses uh, addresses uh, Freddie Gibbs beef, saying "Hell no!" When asked about burying the hatchet, that's what it was. So, yeah, doing this recent video to the Breakfast Club, Benny reflecting on his beef with Gibbs and how they'll never see eye to eye in the future. The two were embroiled in the two year feud starting in 2021 when Gibbs made a joke about Benny getting shot in the leg during a robbery attempt. Uh, things got more interesting last November between the two rappers when Benny was photographed hanging out with Gibbs' ex-girlfriend, Destiny Fox. According to Benny, he's just friends with Fox and was returning a chain he borrowed from her. And he, you know, goes into it. He's like, I'll tell you why. I almost cracked up laughing, but I gave her chain back. That's the homegirl. I'm really a nice guy. I gave her chain back, he said. Then she came to my birthday party. That's it. She was caught in the middle of some shit she had nothing to do with. She probably thought I was the devil, but <laughs> but she get to see that I'm really a nice guy, and that's it. Nothing more, nothing less. When asked if he and Freddie could make peace with one another, Benny said, hell no, you don't do that shit to people you cool with, and that's just it. I really don't have a problem with him. He never done uh, nothing to me in life. I have no problem with him. It's just that I would be goofy. And the people I make music for will look at me goofy if I stand next to them. And so I get it because one of the things and what I was um, getting to earlier in my bag, because I got lost in this, I was trying to get this article. One of the things that happened is that for what Benny said was that Gibbs had just started it like that. Just internet bullshit. Just like start shit for no reason. Right. And so that's where Benny came at. And the thing is, like, I didn't, these are two artists I like. So I really didn't want to, I really personally, as a fan, didn't want to see them, you know, going back and forth. I'm like, damn, if there's, there's some beefs, I'm like, eh, it is what it is. And then there's some, I'm like, nah, uh, please don't. Yeah. Um, you know, cause like, I don't care what happens to academics. Uh, (laughs) so, you know, so, (laughs) But that we'll behave, we'll behave. I know because I'm I'm usually the 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 more reserved one. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. Yeah, but guess the ch- so. listen, rodents need to be put out of their misery sometimes. <laughs> and this rodent fell into the wrong trap. So I really do hope he either a escapes uh, like cherry or b. There's that fucking reference again. <laughs> Damn it, that Erica Badu shit! I swear that you know I got that I got that meme on my phone, right? I know. And now, and I'm sitting there, just it just be like, just Jerry Listen, looking eye. I can't you, see it. 
listen, listen, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Are they going to rescue him this time? No, they are not. <laughs> Why are we doing this? But y'all, like that's that's the thing. Hip hop beef, you know, it is what it is. I so, so I wanted to ask you um, about something I saw recently, which which got me to thinking how people classify music. Uh, what uh, what most when yes. when most deaf was talking about Drake, shake the table. Shaking the table. Yes, that was sir. interesting to me because you bas- and basically the question was: Is Drake hip hop? And most deaf kind of paused and hemmed and hawed about it and didn't really answer. Oh, he oh he hawed he answered. He was like, "Why you gotta ask me that question?" Yeah, he yeah. answered. Oh, he answered, and I actually and I I want to address that too. So uh, I'm gonna use us in these, as an example. If okay. we have an artist on this podcast, and we've had. Yes. Uh, we've had two, actually. Yes. When you interview somebody, you interview them about their projects, you interview them about, you know, what they're working on. Yes. Right? When you start asking what they think about other artists, oh, that no. tells me that you, as the interviewer, mm-hmm. all right, did not prepare. You did, yeah, you're not bringing a lot to to yeah. the. Uh, you were. You're, you're going for the easy, for the easy, you know, filler. Not, not even filler, because what is happening is that you have people who are supposed to be, uh, whether you're you're a radio show host or you are a journalist. Yeah, there are people that are really trying to gain clout and get notoriety mm-hmm. for being an interviewer being you know like a radio show host or whatever and so they will ask questions like that because they're hoping that you say something stupid and then they get to take that clip put it right on social media and everybody's going to tune into them because of sensationalism right and so to that interviewer okay so i would have thank you because i was about to say so i think i'm not mad at the interviewer i've realized what she did you're trash um, no, she's not. No, because we also don't know when you when you're preparing an interview. We're different. We like we go. We kind of say these are the questions okay. we're thinking of. I'll, t- I'll take it back. Hold yeah. on. you're not trash, but that was fucked up. I think, but I think what she was trying to. I think what would have been better if there was someone a little not seasoned, but someone that was that mentored her would have been like if you want most stuff to talk about current artists, you could have did. Hey, let's play a game. I'm going to name an artist. You give me one word. And then you can litter the artist list with different artists that you think most stuff would know. Yeah. So you could have been like, he could have been like, okay, how do you feel about Kendrick Lamar? Right, right, or right. Or how do you feel? Like, like I'm going to yeah. name it. But that is engagement, and that allows for you to open the conversation. So if he's like, well, you know, Kendrick, genius. You can stop there. What? Well, what makes him a genius? What What makes him a genius in your eye? So, like, with the whole Drake question, most stuff to me... Reminds me of what a lot of us hold on to, like that nugget of hip hop. Everyone is entered into hip hop at different phases. Right. Some people are entered in with Cool Herc, right? And then you have the LL Cool J. And people who came in with like Cool Herc, I won't say Rakim. Rakim is a better one. People who came in with Rakim may not be LL Cool J fan. But right. people who came in with LL Cool J, you know, they're going to go hard for LL. 
and then we talk about the 90s and gangster rap so then you have people that came in with Ice-T you have people that came in with NWA you have people that came in with Tupac and Biggie so each way like I think for me my real entry into hip-hop is Jay-Z I will always even though I know he's not a he's a horrible person because everyone loves to tell me how horrible he is I'm like but his moves his strategic moves his lyrics how he said it what he did I don't care if he 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 was a someone that's not nice in public he moved like a businessman and that statement sticks with me I, so you see what i'm saying i sell fire in hell motherfucker. i sell water too well <laughs> but so like so for most deaf if you were entered in with most deaf you have the mc poetry night the song like not song you but know like what, intellectual yeah, yeah you already know so you already know what you're doing you, yeah. you're setting up a trap for you, him to yeah. basically say you know and, what and, he said and that's yeah. that's that's why i was i i was like fresh but yeah. she you know but, not to yeah. me to me also um it's like you know what you're doing like rob said you're setting up a trap and honestly i have this thing when you are going to interview an artist don't talk about other artists no just don't like was, don't yeah, even i was about to say yeah. that's an insult to yeah. who, who whoever yeah. you're interviewing yeah you know what so, I mean? so like if we had substantial ones, so what do you think about pack fm the fuck i did he came here he he came here with kd to talk about a project that he's working on with her right so there's no room to sit here and have a discussion about a whole nother artist now if there was something to say hey you are you working on any music he could said yeah you know in fact i actually got a song i got x y and z on the song really excited for it blah 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 right okay but the thing is, and what she did, she asked this question, and it's like, okay, you are literally, <laughs> you are literally like, you know what you're doing. You are literally that lighting fire. that fire, and gasoline it just comes off. Yeah. It just comes off cheap to me, honestly. It's che- I think it's cheap, and I think it's disrespectful. Yeah, uh, and it also shows it's like you didn't really. To me, it's like, are you really preparing? You know, well, for the true. interview, right? And so. If you're going to like the example that you gave, like again, my rule is don't talk about other artists. If she wanted, if he, she wanted to talk about current music, yeah, you know, I would focus really on anything that he's creating, right? And you know, just after all these years, it's like you know, you've been doing this for twenty plus some years and the whole nine, you know. What are you working on to today? Are there any, you know, features that you're excited about? Right. And if he's like, well, you know what? Um, I got, you know, X, Y, Z artists. And she was, you know, and he says, you know, I wouldn't mind Drake or something like that. Okay, cool. Right. If you want to talk yeah. about Drake at that point, right. that's fine. Yeah. What but, artists do you want to work with? Yeah. Or I yeah. think if you want okay this is going to sound crazy and i might be a gotcha if you wanted a true gotcha question i and like she wanted that from him i would have been like how do you feel about artists sampling your music and see what's crazy about it is this whole conversation about most yeah people started trying to talk about oh, how yeah. relevant he was and i hated that conversation I hated really it. Yeah, people started saying he's not like Drake fans. Pretty much was like he's not relevant. He ain't have a hit since this. They were trying to say he he doesn't know what hip hop is, and he really didn't do nothing for hip hop. And my whole thing is Black on Both Sides is one of the greatest hip hop albums ever. Thank you. Flat out. But the thing about it is, is like now we have to really get into it. Like none of them have listened to Black Star. No, (laughs) but but you can you know that by the way they answered it. You know, yeah. Like to me, a lot of today's people who say they like hip hop, 
And when they name the artist to me, I'm not saying they don't like hip hop, but I realize that they don't have that older brother, older sister, older cousin, that uncle, that aunt that really likes music to introduce them to our generation and previous generations of music. First off, and you know, one thing I've noticed is if they don't really listen to it, they don't even call it hip hop. They'll call it rap music. Yeah. People that don't really listen to hip hop call it rap. did you know that's a double sample yep Certainly is. In she came with the same type game, the type of girl giving out the fake cell phone the name. Big fame, she like cats a big thing. Jewel ship, money clip, phone flip the six range. Has seen her on the ass spotted her more than once. Ass so fat that you can see her from the front. She spot me like paparazzi. Shot me a glance in that cat woman stands with the fat booty pants. Hot damn. What's your name, love? Where you came from? Neck and wrist laced up. Very little makeup. The swims at the Reebok gym tone. You frame up a sugar and spice. The only thing that you made up. I tried to play a low key but couldn't keep it down. Accident She was like, yo, I'm leaving now. An hour later, sounds from Jamaica. She sipping Chris straight up. Taking my little waist up. Scene two. <laughs> and on that album black on both sides this is literally oh his and most stuff got that from aretha stream. franklin yeah boom yep that should be a trivia question yeah i really yes. gotta push for that by the end of the summer i want to have a black trivia night this is literally his highest stream song but like the thing is hearing <laughs> hearing people go in on what he said and and you know the way he described it was it was it, it literally had Drake fans mad. And mind you, I like Drake. I Drake has his Drake has some I I'd be lying if I ain't, if I said I never felt a Drake song. Right. Right. Um I think where most is coming from is literally where honestly, if you think about it, a lot of rappers these days make songs that literally can fit pop right it, it's i was having a discussion about this on youtube because every and nobody agreed with me because i was the only person that said drake is hip-hop he's bubblegum hip-hop like he's the lighter you know what i mean but right but that's but you know what that but that, but that doesn't that doesn't that, disclude him from yeah hip-hop. it doesn't and because he's and honestly Oh, but he sings. Back in the day, back in back in the back in the day, honestly, a lot of rappers out now, Mm -hmm. out now, their music would not be getting played on the same station 
as Taylor Swift. Right. Yeah. Just wasn't going to fucking happen. And the only way it was happening back then is if you had a song that featured an artist mm-hmm. that was considered pop. Right. And nine times out of ten, the artist song, who's the pop artist, they had that rapper as a feature. You yeah. know, so nowadays the fact that you can hear Taylor Swift and then go right into hearing maybe Kendrick Lamar, right? It wasn't like that before. Right. So when certain tracks now actually hit a number of streams, right. it's not, oh, well, we only play pop music. It's not, we ever, we're playing what's ever hit hot on the billboard. Right. All right, which is why you, you get that. And I'm not mad at the music that Drake makes. I'm actually not mad at anything his generation really is coming out with because let's, let's be honest. It's been it's been a young person's game for a while now when it comes to like mainstream music. And Thanks. it is just what it is. I actually saw a back and forth between a podcaster and somebody from the Living Legends crew, which if you're not familiar with Living Legends, they are a super group that is literally on the West Coast. They have been doing their thing since the 90s. And uh, artists from that side decided to comment on something the podcaster was talking about on Twitter. And so there was this back and forth, and, you know, the podcaster never heard of the artist or his super group before Uh-oh. and they're going back and forth. Cause like the, basically it was about how people were biting das effects. So the artist was like, Hey, we wasn't biting das effects, you know? And then dude was like, okay, cool. Whatever part of the game you was in. And then the artist responds, you should Google me. And dude was like, nah, no thanks. Now the problem with oh, this, that's disrespectful. The, but the problem is, is that how the artist came about, and it's like, you know, you should Google me. Like, because they're going this back and forth. And it's like, okay, if I was that artist and I just interjected myself in your conversation. Right. And you're talking about hip-hop back in the day. You didn't know who I was. Instead of telling you, you should Google me, I'm going to be like, hey, you know, I hear what you're saying about DOS and the whole nine. But we definitely wasn't biting. We're a crew from the West Coast. Maybe you haven't heard, but yo, check our stuff. But we yeah. wasn't doing that. Now, the way that dude responded was a little dismissive. Yeah, but the thing about it is, too, when you're so busy going back and forth with people on Twitter all day, mm-hmm. you're not thinking about who this person is. You're not really checking them in the whole nine. And it's actually pretty sad because I was just like, all right, the way he came at dude, I'm like, yeah, he interjected in your conversation. But at the same time, it's like this is a moment where y'all really could appreciate each other. Right. You know, just one you of those You could have made a connection there. You could have, yeah. you know, expanded it. It's like, okay, well, this is where I'm from. This is, you know, these are my influences. This is how I grew up. Right. Yeah. Where, you know? where the, um, was funny. Find out, ask questions. That's how, you know what I mean? You don't have to know everything. Tell, but, tell me and about that was, it. And that was the point that the, that was the point the podcaster was trying to make is like, you don't have, you're not going to know every single artist out there. Right. And, Honestly, if you're from if you're from the DMV, mm-hmm. you're probably going to be familiar with Odyssey. Right. If you're on the West Coast, you may not be familiar with Odyssey. Just like, don't kill me for this. Some people may not be familiar with Farside. Okay. Right. They're like, 
That is possible. Now, how you never heard the song running? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but again, but if. But I would like to offer also that this also points out to a lot of people who don't check their egos and don't have, um, don't think one step ahead. Because to me, the moment that he said, Google me, it would be like, better yet, why don't you come on your show and let's talk about it? That yeah. that is because like I think about it, like a lot of people are quick to shoot the like shoot someone and send that plane down versus nah let me build like you said build a connection and I'm mm-hmm. like I think we need to get out of that because hip hop like no offense hip hop is now what 50 years old which means it's on the decline which which means we are entering into rock and roll territory and if we're still beefing going into rock and roll territory because rock and roll is what like 80 years old. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, when we start putting like thinking about our current generation of music, pop music is currently 40 years old. Mm-hmm. If you really think about it, so like if you go from like country is probably the oldest. Well, blues is blues is the oldest, and then you have like country, mm-hmm. then you have rock, then you have I'll say hip hop because disco turns into pop. R&B. R and B is like I was I would almost say R and B is close to like 75. Yeah, and R and B is making a resurgence right now because they finally stopped beefing with each other. And yeah. they, and like stuff like R&B. Like, here's the craziest thing I want to say. R&B money resurrected and reminded people how much we miss and love love songs. How much we love hearing about. Not just, you know, slap it down, slip, slip, slip it up. You know, I cheated on you, but take me back. Like, how much we love that emotion. So, R&B, like, finally, I think, has there ever been an R&B beef? There's been a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. Oh, there's a lot. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. R. Kelly, uh, R. Kelly was throwing shots at oh, somebody. Uh, I got in trouble when I said Aretha Franklin, Patti LaBelle, and Dionne Warwick were not friends. And someone was like, no, they loved each other. I said, no, they didn't. I said, literally, these women took shots at each other every chance they got. Didn't Diana Ross do that, too? Yes. I forgot, Miss Di- Yeah. Tina Turner left R left the R&B market and went to rock and roll. One, because she was more celebrated and um, awarded there. But also, too, she had, like, not less competition, but she didn't have to deal with the cattiness of yeah. the R&B divas. Because yeah. you wouldn't have a show called R&B divas if you didn't have R&B divas. I would like yeah. to also say real quick, something that I, I forgot to mention earlier. Sagittarius, a lot of Sagittarius entertainers have hate trains. Britney Spears, Tina Turner, um, Tiffany Haddish, Nicki Minaj, Taylor Swift, um, Jay-Z. I can't remember all of them, but they have like hate trains where people just naturally hate them. And I'm like, that's gotta be a Sagittarius thing. Like every Sagittarius artist I think of has a hate train. And I don't know why. You know what? You know, I feel like the, the better, I feel like the more actually, you know what? That's not true because one of the most popular singers is Taylor Swift. And she might be in Baltimore this weekend. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> the memes. <laughs> the, Can- <laughs> the, Can- the Kansas City Swifties. Oh man. Uh, oh, yeah, man. no, it's Friday. It's Friday, so you know what that means. I got bad blood already. Which is which bad is blood. Yo, you know what? So um it's 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 nine PM. So we're gonna right. go to nine thirty because the whole reason that y'all not getting this on Sunday. And I'm actually going to upload. I'm actually upload this episode probably uh, tonight. But the whole reason that y'all are not getting a Sunday podcast like y'all normally get is because 
because of the game this Sunday. Because yes. we know none of y'all asses is going to be listening to us on motherfucking Sunday. Listen. And we're not going to be actually up here talking to y'all on Sunday. Not going to lie. My face is glued to wherever Look, it's playing. Attention, Kansas City. Okay, I want you to listen to me. Hold now on. Let, let's check out. Let me check. While you say this, I'm going to check out this, stats first. This is, this is a Ravens fan talking, okay? Now, look, we may not like each other, okay? But you have to understand one thing. You've had your Super Bowl, okay? I'm asking you <laughs> to lay down your guns on this one. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm going to tell you why. Because nobody is sicker of, of, of Taylor Swift than you. <laughs> Every time we gotta see Travis Kelsey, oh. he's at the twenty to ten touchdown. All right, and now we're looking at Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't want to see that, okay, I don't want to see up. that, and you don't want to see that, okay. Why are you gonna so have you the can, fifties after you? You can lay your guns Yo. down. I'm tired. You know, you know, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Whoa, 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 no, 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 whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, okay, hold on. Chris, yes, and Lorenzo, yes, of the Three AB podcast, would like to take this moment and let all the Swifties know we have nothing to do with the statements that were made on this show no. by a certain Big Rob. We have nothing. All hate mail and messages can be sent to us through DM on Twitter. Or X, uh, formerly known as Twitter, whatever y'all prefer. Or Instagram. Or Instagram. No, actually, no. I, you know I what, y'all? Hold, 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 hold on, hold on. I want to qualify what, I, what I'm saying here. I think Taylor Swift is very talented. Yes. I think that uh, she they, deserves every penny they, she's they, gotten. Still coming for she's you, worked they, very hard for it, okay? Yes, yes. All right. Rob so. is going to be at Soundgarden <laughs> from four to six. <laughs> Signing out. Uh, and autographing now, your your Taylor Swift now, vinyl when you pick it up, he now, will write sorry on the vinyl. Now, now, now having said that, <laughs> that's Demi vinyl. Now, sorry, having not said sorry. that, if I gotta sit through another Super Bowl, I, if if I gotta sit through a Super Bowl where every touchdown I gotta see Taylor Swift in the club and the club, Rob, big Rob, big Rob, big Rob, you performs at big the Super Rob, Bowl. you cannot sit here and say in one vein. That you you give her her flowers and then the very next let We're people know they're it's trying to make more money. They're trying to make more money. I mean, they the ratings. Taylor Swift effect has brought the Chiefs a lot of money. Like his jersey has sold out. All the Chiefs jerseys thank you, have Taylor, sold out. For, thank you, Taylor, for huh? what you've done. She Them tickets six, for bringing a new six hundred dollars. Six hundred dollars right now for the tickets. A, Taylor he? Swift has brought a new. Yeah, audience. I was. I was. I wanted. Okay. To, I was thinking about copping some uh, tickets to uh, take my grandmother, and Aww. like that is going to be a nice. That's weekend a nice too. thing. So I'm very glad yeah. that you know she's brought attention to the NFL, and it it's good for business. Okay. Big Rob, they gonna uh, rewind this already. They gonna it. take the clip. I'm tired of Any, it anyway, anyway, so Big Rob will be at Soundgarden from four to 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 eight. Roger Goodall autographing like your Taylor Swift vinyl and saying he's sorry. 
I'm just saying Roger Goodall doesn't like the fact that you're giving credit to Taylor Swift for upping sales for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's going to come after you now. Rob will be at your local Under Armour. I can't be the only one. <laughs> from, from, from 10 to 2. You're not. You're not. You know, oh, Under Armour got problems, but that, but for I won't, ten, I won't get, for, I, I won't for, get back on my, uh, on, on my stock train for eleven, oh. for eleven, from eleven a.m. to three p.m. Big Rob will be signing your receipt saying, "I'm sorry when you purchase any of your Under Armour gear at an Under Armour store, particularly at Columbia." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? About? I can't keep saving you. Stop. I don't need Just stop. saving. I stand, I Rob's stand 100%. Big, big Rob said he's standing on business. We need a shirt that says, I, like, Rob's face saying, I stand on business or I stand on this 100%. Like him with a little on top of a molehill and he's standing on it as the ants crawl up his leg. Don't worry. I don't know why. I I'm worried that. about this. I'm worried about this mixtape. I really it's, am. And also, when are we doing the first recording, sir? So I can be ready. I am telling you, you're getting a comedy Grammy off of this. There's a comedy Grammy off this mixtape. I'm working on it, y'all. I'm I gotta get I gotta get in the right mode right now. Right now, work's got me. Uh, you want me to send you some subway sandwiches? If it helps, Why would you do that? Don't, if it, I don't need that, I don't need that type of help. I am well aware. Uh, of, uh, hold on, hold on, uh, hold on. Thank you. I Look, will send it in gold I, packages. Oh, what do you know? I, Kansas I, City I, is our highest ranking city, where all the daggone listeners are coming from. They that's know, great. They know that's not. just great. Absolutely not. That's just they are I, with I'm me. fucking around. Kansas City is with. Hey, me shout this. out! Shout out to United Kingdom. Shout out to United <laughs> Kingdom. <laughs> Shout out to uh, <laughs> shout out to Peru. Who the fuck is listening to us in Peru? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Georgia, fucking with us, heavy. Hey, yo, Bloody vegan. what? Georgia. Hey, oh, Florida, yo, from. we see you. South Carolina, we see you. Alabama, Delaware, Ohio, what? Dang, Arkansas, what the there fuck? Too. Huh? We throw a lot of shots down there too. We so. haven't thrown any Ayo. shots at Florida in a minute. North, North Carolina still banging with us. We fucking love it. California, what up? Yo, California. Yo, real talk. Now I can't talk for I can't speak for everybody else, but no, nah, I fuck with living legends, visionaries, MERS, definitely. I love when MERS came through. Um I got to see him when uh him and Knife dropped that first album. So just want to let y'all know we we fuck with y'all. Like, shh, man, one of these days we really going to talk hip hop. I'm gonna do a Patreon, and I might have to run through every fucking album that I've ever purchased, like underground shit. So I think we're gonna have fun with that. Yeah, I'm gonna do that for y'all for real. Oh, real quick, Dunkin' Donuts, stop being cheap asses and put apples back in your apple strudel, okay? Yo, stop being cheap. Can I tell you? Me and this, I need Dunkin' Donuts to bring back the lemon cream donut. I, you know, I've I, never been big on lemon. So can I? Ju- I just need them to bring back other donuts because their their donuts have been dry. They got a red velvet. No. The, the, uh, yeah, it's some sort of red velvet with like a cream on, t- like yeah. a coconut. I think it's yeah. like a coconut cream or something. It's something like that. weird. It's weird. You don't you don't like it? I did. I, I have right, not. Right. No. 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 I mean, just I'm just saying, like. D- Listen, I Duncan. I remember when you used to have apple filled donuts. Yes, yeah, and like they had a lemon. Like the only reason I'm saying the lemon cream, I had the lemon cream. I remember when y'all used to have French crawlers all the time. Now I can't find a French crawler to save my life. 
it's disrespectful to your patrons, okay? Like, get it right. I just, I don't get it. I mean, or I'm not coming back. Well, I'm trying to build my own donut empire anyway, but yeah, hey, but I'm, hey, that's I'm, I'm, the point. I'm very close to going ahead and supporting you on this. I am. Real quick, uh-huh. real quick. Um, I did want to. Uh, we haven't gotten to dreams in a while. I had a dream. I All had right. two dreams. Of one. Oh, let's finish up because we've got one oh, more thing. Oh, Keep on with the podcast, and then you're good. Okay, then I'll, I'll even extend the uh, the time. Okay. So uh, I'll just say this now, y'all. Y'all getting this episode, and then we going to double back with y'all in February. But since we were talking about rat beefs and stuff, um. Cat Williams apparently responded to Ludacris with a freestyle. That we started from the beginning. Put a, put a little put a little volume on it for sure. Yeah, one time for stop. Did not come this far. Just break down and I'm going to win. All right, I did get a little jealous, man. Cat broke you in the bed. I must be quick. Release that. That's it. Stop. Yeah. 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 One of us a killer and the other one is not. One of us the villain and the other one a fraud. I'm coming for your number one spot. Oh, Chris, I wish you never came to this. And you piss rapper free for the first time, but you dismiss the wrong side of history in a time like this. I'm so ludicrous. Sorry, uterus. You were in some chronicles. You ain't knew that this. You went for Mr. Moore. This call and your telephone number will be monitored and recorded. That's improved. In real life, I'm fast and furious. In real life, you fight furious. Got a fast car, but you hit the median. Another body, a body by comedian. Was that a freestyle? I got paid. Lucas is a monster, but I got paid. Okay, okay, so, um, if he released this anywhere, I'm a look because that was off of Suge's, uh, podcast. Cat called in and, uh, you know, he, he, he did it. He had a freestyle. Let me see if my man actually. Nope. I was wondering if he turned that to an audio track. Maybe it is somewhere. Um, but <laughs> I, I refresh me. What did Luda, what did Luda, Luda so Ludacris actually heard the Shay Shay interview? Okay, and he yes. took the time the club Shay Shay interview. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. took the time to actually respond to Cat. In the freestyle, Cat Williams, which mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta give props to Cat for actually even going to saying, you know what, I hear you, I'm a freestyle back. Like I give him props for that. Like I, I, I give him props for that. But at the same time, I, w- 
I have to find better audio because the thing about it, while the audio I think messes up, like Cat takes a moment to say some uh, rather uh, scathing things in his freestyle. So for those who were trying to actually hear what Cat was saying, uh, Hip Hop DX article, he breaks it down and he says in part, he's like, hey, you heard the interview on Club Shay Shay. I gave him all a payday. I'm still uh, going fucking viral, so who cares what the haters say? Ludicrous. You must be out your rabbit ass mind. You made a rap song, but nigga, you ain't saying I'm fucking lying. That right there was yeah. a, the bar. Yeah. That was the bar. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, now, now Ludacris, when Ludacris and, heard everything. And he, and he said he was bi curious. Yeah. When Ludacris heard everything, Ludacris went ahead and he was already in the studio, but this man wasted no time. Whatever's heavy on my heart is always on my mind. Like Snoop's cannabis shredder, I'm always on my grind. They throwing shade because niggas could never take my shine. I bring my watch collection on my jet. Let me take my time. Like fine wine, I'm aging like Benjamin. Top five, I'm worth mentioning. Bring me rappers, I'm lynching them. See the pendulum swing, Jesus with diamond thorns. Ludacris, swaddled in Gucci linens when I was born. Never been Illuminati, only Illuminati. And I only left with bitches when coming from any party. Now I'm married with kids, the evolution of life. Never been a clout chaser, never say shit for likes. R.I.P. John Singleton. You never have to flex when you earn every one of your Fast and Furious checks. Afro with the sideburns. Yeah, that's my signature. Addictions on the rise. Comedians check your temperature. So he didn't really, he didn't really get at him though. He just, he, he just he, said, he, check your temperature. That's yeah, what he but said. but. He said that in response to Cat, yeah, and he t- he kept it really lighthearted. Yes. Now Cat responded, and Cat wasn't uh, lighthearted. No. <laughs> but this is one of those things where I don't think even Cat was being serious because I'm like that freestyle. I-, I feel like if these two met up, it's not going to be, it's not going to be beef. No, you no, know, no. But um, there, there's definitely a conversation yeah. to be had by them. But I yeah. think it's something that they'd be able to hash it out. So this all comes down. Okay, so it all comes down to the whole. They were up for two movie roles, and I feel like. Let me take out feel. I believe they were up for the two to a movie role. It was the same role. I think it was Fast and Furious. I think. What the director or casting director had envisioned, which then comes in the Illuminati stuff, which I'm like, I'm not playing this game with African Americans, and we're not, I'm not going down the Illuminati track in 2024. I think what they asked for both of them was, you know, in order for you to have this role, you'll have to change your appearance. I think Cat Williams, since his signature is his hair, like that's part of his signature style, he said no. I believe. Ludacris said okay because again you not knowing how the series is going to go that was a check you know you can grow your hair back if you don't have like you know receding hairlines and whatnot I do believe that Ludacris just did a light jab but Cat Williams is like he's he's on a mission right now yeah and that mission ain't letting up 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, for somebody that doesn't, you know, freestyle, I would say it, it was pretty good. You know, he got his, he accomplished his mission. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, to add, so Ludacris didn't just take a, a light jab. He actually also addressed some things Cat was saying. Yeah. Uh, in that freestyle. Uh, I'm bringing that uh, more I mean, for Rob. I understand. But when I mean a light jab, I mean, like, compared to how he could have really, really. Yeah. Oh, well, well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. yeah. Well, yeah. No, absolutely. It was like, but go sit. It was like the little pad of go sit down. Yeah. Yeah. It, but yeah. yeah. It, but it was more like, let me let me talk. Let me address everything you were saying. So. Ludacris essentially just did that rather than it being like, you know, I'm just going to go off and, and like really let you have it. He just went point for point and talked about what Kat said. He just like, he was like, never been Illuminati, only, only Ludanati. And I only left with bitches when <laughs> coming from any party. Now I'm married with kids, the evolution of life and the whole nine. So that's where, um, you know, Luda, you know, strikes back. He also referenced Williams' alleged history of drug use. Uh, so that was another thing. So, like, Luda really kept it, for the most part, really PG uh, in his response uh, to Cat. But yeah, again, he, he probably feels he doesn't need to go too far because, I mean, this is his wheelhouse. Like, Cat, you know what I mean? If they were going like tit for tat with like, you know, heckling back and forth, you know, that's Cat's wheelhouse, you know, freestyling, rapping ability. So I think Luda took the approach, you know, what, uh, you know, to, you know, just kind of, just kind of. You, you said something, I'm going to respond. Yeah. And I'm going to keep it. Now, if he, now, now, I'm sure if he keeps going at it, like going, going back and forth, then I'm sure Luda will, Luda might take it up another level. <laughs> Yeah, which um, it wouldn't be the it wouldn't be the first time that uh you know rappers got something to say to well just about anybody, so it is it is what it is. But um, you know, as we started the you know shaking the table, it was really about uh cat <laughs> cat Williams and what he had to say on Club Shay Shay. And there's definitely a lot more out there because, you know, people are firing back at Cat and Cat's not wasting any time firing back at them. So this is going to be a real interesting um, 2024, I think, uh, in did, terms of comedy in the nine. Did you see the Steve Harvey response from the uh, from that guy Godfrey? I showed you? Or somebody I, yeah, else. I, I think it's Godfrey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, right now, what is it? Hurricane. So what? They call me Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! But so far, like, who was it? Um, Michael Epps responded. Um, well, he didn't. Um, who else? Dave Chappelle responded. Hurricane responded. Phase on Love responded. Oh, there's something else I have to show the both of you. Okay. After this, okay. There is oh. a. Uh, mm-hmm. There is like a. There's like a body language interpreter that interpreted Cat Williams on I Club th- Shay Shay. I think I like saw it because he did some things and he's like, okay, he's lying here. He like, and he, he was, was like, well, he was doing, he was rubbing his like knees, but he did it so much that we consider that a neutral reaction. Yeah. Well, for me, when he, Cat Williams in his comedy specials, when he is telling a new joke that he has not tested enough and he's sitting on his stool, you'll see him. 
it's rub his leg it's for comfort. Stre- yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. stress relief because some people might look at that. Oh, he's nervous. He's lying. No, you know? it's just a mannerism he does because he's you know. Yeah, and then like also like yeah. if you watch his eyes, his eyes never don't like. Okay, to us when we look at his eyes, it looks like he's looking to the left, but he's really looking to the right. His eyes never really want to his peripheral, his right in our vision. Yeah. So I was like I. But he was, he's really good at um, exaggerating. And when he exaggerated, he got this weird little smirk yeah. that came up. And I'm like, oh, he's exaggerating this. But when he was serious, ooh, buddy. But when he broke down Cedric the Entertainer's words. Yes. Like, everything. Like, he's like, I can't say this for a fact, but I'm going to say this. I, I normally don't go this route. He was like, Cedric is really looks like he's lying <laughs> i mean he, he everything pointed all his mannerisms the way he worded things because what he was saying was true right he didn't take the joke right he used a spaceship yes. therefore him saying that is the is the truth but you know he stole you know right. he stole the concept right you it, know what i mean yeah no that was visceral that was but yeah i, I will send a video because i think i might have watched the man the yeah video, but body language is interesting because a it lot is. of people because it's just like when someone tried to do body language with megan the stallion with the gail king episode i was like here's the thing she don't want to admit that she slept with the leprechaun that's okay listen some people don't want to admit that their body counts are not good counts that's okay we're adults why do we even have body counts like stop count what you need to count is how many times your um your test results came back negative that's what you need to count i'm just saying i'm so sick and tired of y'all people use a condom get on birth control oh okay okay I'm, i'll stop i'll stop let me stop because somebody 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 wants to talk about his dreams and i'm like yo okay seven minutes we wrapping it up ready so so these so these two are pretty are pretty straightforward it, there's not a lot to it okay um the first one i was buried alive what the hell okay but i still had a stream of oxygen like there was like an oxygen tank or something that was providing me oxygen oxygen because i was still breathing normally but i was buried alive buried alive yeah how long ago was that dream uh, less about a week, maybe. Um, a week ago. No. No. I have another question to ask. That's something else. I don't think it's that. You were buried alive, and there was still a stream of oxygen. Yeah, so I didn't Did you have, have a mask on, or it was just you? You felt the, the 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 like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I felt the oxygen was in my lungs. I did like I don't remember the actual machine. I just assumed that there must be something providing me oxygen because I'm not having trouble breathing. So I must be okay. Like I didn't feel. I wasn't even feeling panicked or anything like that. I wasn't scared or anything. I was just like. Well, this is weird. It was just like, this is weird. Okay. So typically a buried alive dream. It's been a long time since I analyzed a buried alive dream. Um, It typically means you feel trapped or something's going wrong in your life. But I don't think that's what this dream meant. I don't think 
you have a feeling of feeling trapped or something's going left in your life? Um, well, I mean, you know, you know. I already, I already told you what upset me. Yes. Before the podcast. So. Right. But but was that upsetting you a week ago? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, that might be it. Yeah. But I think it's a spiritual dream right now. I don't th- that's why I didn't want to go I didn't want to go to doing the normal path of saying, "Oh, it's because of this and this and this." I think it might be a little bit more spiritual. Um, okay. And the reason why I think it might be a little bit more spiritual because you didn't feel panicked. Typically, when you have a buried alive dream, you feel panicked. Not you, but in general, people right, feel right, panicked. Right. Yeah, yeah. People feel like, oh my God, I can't get out of this. Like, what's going on? And they have panic attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, also, other reasons. If you have sleep apnea, you might sometimes have a buried alive dream. I, I, I do. Yeah, So, I do. But to me, this feels spiritual. This feels like there's a place in your life where even if things are burning down, like the dumpster fire, like you still have a, you're, you're you're finally getting to a place where you feel your sense of calm like you're like you know what this is just a job or you know what acceptance the acceptance i see and um i mean it still can be linked to what's going on in your career right now yeah but i feel like it's more spiritual because you felt calm that's the thing that stuck out to me okay not the buried alive like when you said oh there was a stream of oxygen that's like you feel support you feel like there's people who support you in your life, who are supporting you, yeah. who are trying to like, you know how they always say, make sure you fill your cup. Like someone's giving you life. Like, and it's like not a lot. It's not like it's the, like helping, like digging you out of the, the, the you know, being right, dirt. Right. And also like my next question was, was it in a coffin? Was it just dirt? Was it? I think it was just dirt. Okay. So it yeah. wasn't a coffin. I, I, I just, I just felt submerged. Submer- okay. And it didn't feel like water. It felt like dirt. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It wasn't water. It was dirt. Yeah. So this is a more of a spiritual aspect of a dream of like, think about it like this. Five years ago, how would your the previous version of Rob handled it? Handled a stressful situation like this? Oh, I, yeah, not well at all. <laughs> and, now, and when you think about from five years and now to now, yeah. you've had a lot of growth. There's been a yeah. lot of like acceptance, a lot of talking through it, a lot of like re building parts of your self-conscious and your um confidence in yourself so like when you have a dream like that it's to symbolize you're moving into another level where you don't necessarily you might still get stressed i'm not saying you're not stressed but you may still get stressed but you're moving into a new level of yourself where you can find the silver lining and you can like keep yourself in a pleasant space also you need to go see a doctor about your sleep apnea because it's going to um it's messing with your sleep pattern. Go oh ahead. yeah, yeah, yeah. The ear, nose, and throat doctor is coming. All right, cool, cool, cool. Okay, um, other one, and I'm sure you're going to have really interesting things to say about this one. All right, <sighs> I'm going to take notes on this one. This one, this one is th- this one's kind of scary. Okay. Um. Oh dang, you can hear that. So, and I, and and I know my These mom's mics. Pick up everything. Why do you think I kept sliding away when I was eating the pizza? Everybody. Let me say, oh my God. My mom's going to find this one interesting. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Tell your mom I said hi. Hey, mom. <laughs> I, was up, I was upstairs with an old co-worker. See dad in a line frozen looking away with a sarcastic pursed lips. So, in other words, I saw... I was seeing my father and he had he looked like he was frozen and he had this look like (laughs) 
Like, it wasn't... It was just a weird look on his face, and he was frozen. We're not doing this tonight. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, continue. I, I, knew, I knew that was going to happen. I'm not, but continue. I'm listening. Yeah, but I was just... That, that was it. <laughs> so he... Okay, you... But who was the old co-worker? Um, oh, I forgot. I forgot who it it was. Um, what, okay. Do you remember what job it was from? It might be my current one. Okay. So it was a recent old co-worker. Yeah, I want to say, yeah, I want to say it was recent. <laughs> okay, okay. So, and you were upstairs in, in a house or upstairs in like a random place you've never seen before? Random place I've never seen before. Did you see any keys, any lights? Was there anything specific about the there were other There were other people. Um, he was, yeah, there were like other people. Like he was standing in like a line, I think. It, yeah. there was, it was like a line, of, I think like a line of people. Yeah. And it was just, but but I just saw him and I told him, and I, and I told him I loved him just in case, but he didn't say anything. He was just, he looked, he looked frozen. Okay. This this one's a little bit more deep. I might actually have to like email you. <laughs> I might have to email you. I think I ha- like I have to do a little bit of research. Okay. Just cuz I'm All right, I'm scared. No, 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 no. Don't be, no, no. There's nothing scared about it because seeing somebody you love and they are like frozen, it can mean one or two things. It can mean a lot of things. But from what I've learned is like one is like they're transitioning further like they're almost so like when when our when people we love pass away there are like three different things that can happen they can be earth well what some people call earthbound which those are like your ghosts and spirits and they kind of stick around for family members or like if they're not if they have unfulfilled um things they do they kind of get stuck to earth you typically don't want that and like Again, please forgive me for anyone that wants me to be super logical right now. This is more spiritual based. Um, those type of people, that's the ones you have to kind of pray for if you believe in prayer. Those are the ones that you have to always reaffirm like, hey, I'm good. No, everything is fine. We'll work. It's going to work out. You need to rest. You, like we as if you depending on what you believe, that's why like if you're a Catholic, you always are praying, you know, you say your prayers to Mary or Joseph or um, St. Dominique. And you will say like I pray and like you said, an intention for mass or when you light a candle for the soul of someone because you're trying to usher them into the next, you know, heaven. Pretty yeah. Much. Um, then the, those are there are those who like they left this earth, but they wasn't done yet. But they're not earthbound, but they still kind of like check in on people they love because there's things that them leaving has created like a not a void but like a tear and until that tear is fixed they have they kind of keep they peep in on you to see what you're doing how you're doing like that i think your dad is one of those like there was a tear so he pops in like when he first left he was not ready to go but like now he's like popping in but he i think he's there's a phase where he's about to make the next one where he's like he won't pop in as much. So that frozen image is him popping in. Like he's not really popping in. He's like, he's trying to finish up the last of his business so he can move to the next level. Okay. And okay. like the older, co- the coworker, I don't. Oh, wait. It, and there's one other thing. Okay. 
I don't want to say. I'll, I'll say that after the podcast. Okay, after the podcast. But that, but I think that will add. Some, that will definitely add some clarity as to why he was there. Okay, if that's that's because I. Okay, I was wondering because that's why I kept giggling. He was like, he ain't telling you everything, and I'm like, why are you doing this to me tonight, sir? I did not ask for this. All right, all so, right we're done. We're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, in closing, to leave the people with something, um. <gasps> This makes sense. Why you did? Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. shutting up now. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. I just want to let everybody know. Um. You know. You, you know. We were talking about finances earlier. Not everything is going to always come to you easy, and you have to have patience. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean you do nothing? No. You have to plan. You have to strategize you have to make sure things are in place but if things aren't happening as fast as you want to do don't get discouraged okay you have to keep the faith things are happening are 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 unfolding the way they should but just have patience you will get there whatever it is you seek out make sure you just set everything in alignment and you will be absolutely fine okay Whatever you want, it will it will come to you. But it's it may take a lot of hard work. It may not happen as fast as you want. But simply you enacting and taking action, you've already won the battle. You're already halfway there. So don't be afraid. You will get to wherever you're going. Have patience and it will come to you. Word, word. So, you know, uh, normally we have music playing in the whole nine, but that... Yeah, we haven't been playing a lot of music as much as as usual. We'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. This was recorded, and, you know, we've just been kind of doing our thing, so it is what it is, y'all. But, hey, so we are going to re-up. Now, normally we usually have, like, a, you know, another episode and a clip ready to go for y'all, but... We told you we's tied. <laughs> okay. But check it. If you're not a Patreon subscriber, you should totally join our Patreon for $2. Get bonus content. You know, the behind the scenes talk that we always have. And, you know, we have a lot of fun with it. And we're looking to do a whole lot more with Patreon going forward. All right. So, uh, you know, we'll be back. We'll we'll be doing this definitely getting back on kind of a regular schedule but we wanted to make sure we hit y'all up uh shoot what can i say have a good weekend (laughs) stay out of trouble you know um keep them damn babies out the street old man right there yelling at y'all from his porch that's right (laughs) we out we out this is one of your hosts lorenzo big rob is signing off have a good night bye Use condoms.